Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and I'm here today with Brianna Cash, singer-songwriter, music supervisor, composer, kick-ass person. How are you? I'm doing well, Laura. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's a beautiful day, and, uh, you know, all's good in the world for this moment. <laughs> yes. I'll take it. I'll take it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, great to chat with you. As we were just saying, it's been a while, and um, it was great for me to take a look and see all the stuff you've been working on. And I guess maybe we'll get started with your most recent project. Um, you were you worked on music and were the music supervisor for Murder of God's Banker, a new show uh, that just came out on Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, what do you share about that project? Well, it was a fun project. Um... Yeah, I, I did a few different things on it. I sang and played guitar on uh, throughout the series on the different on the cues and the theme. And um, I was also music supervisor and I have a couple of original songs in episode one. So, yeah, that was uh, a lot of fun uh, to, to be a part of. And um, I, I'm really happy with how it turned out in the end. And so... Yeah, that's really cool. I, I just so you guys know who are listening, I took a look at it. It's it's a docudrama, right? So, um, a docuseries, yeah, yeah, docuseries, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. It's so interesting how they do those now. It's like okay, you get to learn about what happened in the world, but it's so entertaining <laughs> that you know you don't feel like a lecture. It's a lecture or anything, um, right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's very fun and easy to get through. Very interesting. Like it, it yeah. in my opinion. It's, keeps you glued to it like you just want to get through it it's a four-part docuseries and it's about italy the history of italy the roberto calvi story and uh conspiracy theories and mafia uh freemason's law masonic lodge i mean you know it's uh it's i think it's interesting yeah so, that's really cool so how do you approach a project like that you know if you um need to find music for it or if they are thinking about you know what what kind of feeling do i want to to come across and in, in this part of the project or share a little bit about that. Yeah. So as, um, are you, I, I'm assuming you're talking about as like a music supervisor, but picking the picking songs that, or I mean that, and also, you know, the original composing that you did too. Oh, I, yeah, I actually didn't do the com uh, composition okay. for the, for the show. Um, Lee Roberts did it. He did an excellent job in my opinion. I, I thought it was, uh, very, oh, awesome. very, very, yeah. very well done. He did, um, yeah, editing and sound design. It, it came out great. Um, so I worked with him with the the vocal and guitar and, okay. and the threading it throughout the score. Uh, so that was how I helped with that. But um, with uh, music supervision and licensing, basically, I mean, a lot of times it's in the script and or you're told what to do by the director. You know what what his vision is for scenes and. Uh, episodes and characters and, and stuff. So um, I, I, I have a, I'm Italian. And so I have a lot of knowledge of Italian music and it was, it's a period piece. And I just remember like listening to a lot of older Italian music uh, growing up. And um, so he, he was like, yeah, no, this is great because uh, he, he gave me some uh, freedom to, to you know, go through and, and, give him a lot of options and at the end we would either find something that would work with the budget that we had or we would try to create something or source elsewhere you know just if the 
the end of the day, you know, always when you're licensing, it's, it comes down to like the budget. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and what can work and and just so many things. So you don't always get, you know, your top three pick choices. You know, you have to just kind of make something work. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I try to bring things to the table and then, you know, ultimately it's not really up to me. <laughs> so that's kind of how it's sourcing Right, you're finding and, options and then they're selecting like, oh, this works or, oh, this works in our budget. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it goes. Yeah, that's interesting. See, all that all that listening in your past life comes back to uh, to help you figure, <laughs> figure out. It's so funny. My boyfriend will play something and I'll be like, you can't possibly know this song. And I'm like, I do. I know all the words. I'm singing along and I'm like, I have all this like resid- residual knowledge from listening like your whole life right Mm -hmm. and you never know when that's going to come in handy especially for a job like that (laughs) I know I never would have thought that you know but it just it happens (laughs) yeah things in Los Angeles you run into people and you meet people and opportunities come up and you're just like holy cow you know this this is interesting how like my my uh, childhood you know now the knowledge of you know when you're little you know you you memorize things it's easy you, you remember and then you can just regurgitate stuff late yeah. in life that you forgot you even could remember. See that? Yeah. You don't even know how that stuff's going to come back for you one day. That's why you have to be a sponge. That's it, 100%. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. Like, I think music supervision, like, this is my this is my own impression of it. Everybody thinks it's cool. Nobody knows how to get into doing that because it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I guess it's a lot of people's dream to have their music in, you know, attached to visual media like tv or movies um yeah do you have any thoughts about that or advice about anybody who would love to have their music in visual media or even dabble in what you do the music supervision side yeah i think a great way to get involved and to learn if you're in the la area you could always join as a friend of the guild of music supervisors or volunteer there people it's a huge organization and people are, a lot of people are pretty um, receptive to kind of shadowing or mentoring. And uh, like, if you want to learn that, those are ways you could get involved, go to events, meet people face to face, that kind of thing. Um, there's also, I know some books on it and, um, and, and then as far as getting your music in media, um, that, well, that's another great way. Yeah. You meet people yeah. and, can kind of advise you you can also i mean you want to have top-notch recordings like you don't want to have demos are kind of out now like or they are they're not kind of they're out they're you gotta have stuff that's mixed and well and ready to you know ready to go so you could try to find a sync agent you could um talk to different people and they can advise you you know on on how to get your music with an agency and then they can do pitching and stuff for you. There's a, there's a few different ways, but so I would, um, yeah, I would, I would take those routes and see yeah. what happen. I think it's sort of like anything in life. You want to know more, you got to get out there in the world and be where people are talking about that and you yeah. nurturing your network and, you know, watching panels on it and being a part of where you want to go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, that question comes up a lot. I, I, and I just spoke on uh, at the Sync Summit on a panel, um, was it like maybe three weeks ago now? And he's been having them 
<clears throat> in LA, but also other other places, I find that like it's kind of a global thing now, where you don't necessarily have to be in LA. You know, a lot of a lot of us are here because you know a lot of stuff is filmed here, and we're, we have to be here to meet, go on set, and meet with people. It's just easier, right? It's like the place. But there's stuff happening everywhere now. Shows are filmed all over, and content content is being made um, globally, and so. Um, it's possible to to not have to do, you know, to not have to be here. You can go elsewhere and meet people from everywhere. Yeah. And try to do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, it's one of those things where you have to put the legwork in and learn the ropes and talk to people and be there. And I think you're right, mm-hmm. though. It, you know, like everything else, um, you can do a lot from your home now with production <laughs> so for sure yeah yeah and i think that's attributed to to covid obviously you know everyone is home doing stuff via zoom and uh and then it's just kind of continued so well, i know a lot of people have relocated they're not here they come out a few times a year now but they've moved they've moved to florida they've moved to east coast or wherever they've moved and then they just come back out when they need to um so i mean it's i think it's doable yeah. Yeah, interesting. So I was looking at your bio and I realized that you went to Berkeley out here in my neck of the woods. Um yeah. and so maybe just tell us a little bit about like your journey to get where you where you are now. Yeah, well growing up I did music. I used to sing I grew up in central Florida. Um and I used to um, perform at places like Walt Disney World and Universal. And I knew I wanted to do music. So I went to, I auditioned at Berkeley, got a scholarship, went there, graduated. And then, um, and Berkeley was great. I, I enjoyed it so much. Like the teachers, the education, the just whole overall learning experience is just like invaluable. You know, it's a, it's a great, great school. Um, and then eventually I knew I wanted to come to LA uh, and I wanted to work in TV and film. I wanted to, you know, get my music in TV and film and maybe do some composition. I've done some of that, but I'm mainly a, a songwriter. I always wanted to write songs, uh, sing and perform them, play them, but also write with other artists and for other artists. So I just kind of wanted to do a little bit of everything, which luckily I'm able to do and have done and will con- trying to continue to do that, you know, um, so, uh, yeah, um, Berkeley was great. And then after that, I stayed in Massachusetts for a while. I gigged a lot of the clubs and mm-hmm. um, a lot privately and then made my way to California and kind of basically, yeah, doing the same thing here. And, and then just every couple of years, I just seemed to get, get further, you know, as a yeah. trajectory, I keep doing more. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been good but it's a journey and there's no clear set path you know you just uh people you know people ask like how do you do this that how did you you know it's like I you know I don't even know I just did it I just knew what my goals were and I just tried to get to them and just keep going because you know it's not like go to medical school and become a doctor yeah it's so so different there's no step abc you just gotta be out there doing it and figuring it out for sure yeah yeah what I mean you've worked with a, a lot of um 
people and a lot of projects. Do you have any that like stand out aside from your new one that um, you just really enjoyed or people that you really enjoyed writing with or? Yeah, there's a handful of people. I mean, I love collaborating with others. Um, there's a couple of new songs that are coming out. Um, I worked with some people um, for those. I'm not sure when. I'm, one of them I'm pitching right now to an artist. Uh, I can't really say too much about it, but there's a lot of great musicians involved with it. Um, I've also worked with a Broadway star of Wicked. Those were songs that were covered. Those are songs that I wrote and produced um let's see and then the new one um let's see there's uh an artist i'm working with um a song my song my co-writer chelsea coy pete wright peter wright um and that song i think we're going to release around earth day this year and then uh, yeah a new single that's in april isn't it earth day yeah april i want to say like april 22nd something around that so that week sometimes yeah um but yeah i'm I'm always writing with different people different styles it's fun yeah yeah you know it's so funny this is years ago i had literally never written with another writer um been writing like forever and i took a a workshop on co-writing with these guys down in nashville um Mm -hmm. and uh it was terrifying to me at the beginning because you're so self-conscious. You're, you're like, oh, no, is my idea going to be good? Um, but through yeah. that process, I, I eventually, it was, it was, as an aside, it was mostly men and one other woman besides me. And it was really tough for me to write with the men for some reason. And it was all on Zoom, too, so it wasn't like we were in this room together. But uh, when I started oh. writing with the woman who was in the group, we just clicked and it was so fun and it completely opened my eyes to, Oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. So, um, I have since like cool written a ton and I think it's, it can be such a great uh, experience, especially if you're like, Oh, I'm stuck on something or I have this idea, but I don't know where to go with it. So maybe I just want to ask you about your experience with co-writing and like, how do you approach that? And, and, were you nervous at the beginning or was it always something that seemed right for you? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, so like my first two albums, I wrote everything and produced everything. And it's a lot, definitely. I think when you co-write sometimes it takes some of the pressure off, but also it can be really great because they may think of something that you never thought of. And it it can go in a totally different direction, which I'm really open to. I I, I approach it with like an open mind and, you know, I I don't tend to put too much on it, you know, too much pressure on it. I just, yeah, I guess it it can be stressful or nerve wracking in the beginning, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really get like that now. Um, I just, you know, if it works, it works. And, you know, everyone's different. Um, I wrote this song over the pandemic via Zoom also with someone who I'm, you know, it's funny who I'm actually meeting today in person for the first oh. time. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, you're asking me this and then the timing, but we've talked on the phone many times and we zoomed and stuff and it just, we hit it off. She's awesome. She, she lives in San Francisco. Her name's Elaine Ryan. And we wrote this song that it has to be probably one of my most favorite songs that we, that I've written or you know, co-written. And then um, we got with an engineer slash co-producer uh danielle uh danielle daniel 
um, Gonzalez, and he just, like, polished this thing, like, put the finishing touches on it. We just talked about, like, how we wanted it to sound like, what we wanted the production to be like, and I communicated, um, you know, the engineering aspects, like, what types of, like, plugins and the, you know, all the technical stuff. And just, anyway, at the end of the day, this thing came out, uh, it's just great. And I, yeah, couldn't be happier. We we all couldn't be happier. And that was just, you know, a co-write. And so you never know, like some of these co-writes go, we just, it works. And then sometimes they're kind of like, well, yeah, I'll either do that again or I won't yeah. do that again. Sometimes it works <laughs> and sometimes it feels like work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Exactly. And I think, I don't know about you, but for me, like that, I did a lot of um, meeting over the over Zoom during the pandemic yeah. and the, and the co-writing that way and everything was done that way so yeah I mean I think it's like once you sort of like get into this rhythm or you have this trust then the zoom thing's fine you know it's um I I did a ton of writing on zoom even before the pandemic and uh yeah yeah. you know you're just like okay like you're up in a google doc like (laughs) working on it together talking at the same time and figuring it all out right but um and I yeah. think the tools are getting better and better for collaborating online. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, that's cool. When you write a song, like, do you are you like a lyric person? Do you look at the music first? Like, what's your sort of approach to songwriting? I usually, I know it's like what came first. I, it's different every time. I don't have a set uh, way of doing it. Although I have to say, usually I come up with the melody and chords or rhythms some type of combination of those three right away and then I fill in the blanks like with lyrics uh, or you know it goes the other way where I have some lyrics and then I pick up the guitar and I try to make something work and it just saying something over and over um, and then it just kind of falls into place but there's no set um, structure or order of things yeah. it really just depends on the day and the style and everything yeah okay well that's kind of good I'm like a I'm like a very focused lyric person so I'm like if I don't have a lyric then I don't have anything I don't have anything <laughs> yeah I mean, it works different for everyone yeah I think. yeah that's cool I think that's another good reason for collaboration is to find somebody who's got like that that's a strong piece of the puzzle that maybe you don't have. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure. Tell me, so so if you don't want to talk about this, it's okay, but I remember hearing something about this like legal issue with your name. And I wanted yeah. to know like what happened because I heard about it and then I, I, I don't know if it's been resolved or how are you nope. around that? It's not been resolved. Oh. It's still going on as legal things tend to do. Uh, yeah, I ended up having to file a lawsuit uh, because they just wouldn't stop it. Do you know, is there anything in particular you want to know? Just or, tell like, the you, story a little know? bit so people know <laughs> like what happened. And then maybe, I don't know if there's a learning here for people, but maybe there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this could happen to anyone. Um, this is a learning thing. People, yeah, should know. But uh, And they will know. And it, it will come to an end at some point, uh, hopefully sooner than later. But um, so this is my real name, Brianna Cash. This is my legal name, and um, I am also trademarked. And my uh, 
Interscope Records signed an artist that took my name. It's not her real name. And they signed her to a major label with it. And doing so, it caused tremendous confusion and problems for me. And basically, it continued uh, on. And we I sent several cease and desist letters from my attorney sent them. And I got ignored for a very long time. And finally, they responded when we were like, hey, you know, you need to respond or we're going to sue you uh, or take legal action. And they were like, OK, yeah, we got we got we got your letters and um, OK, we'll we'll stop and we'll change the name and rebrand her. And um, they they started to do that. And then they decided to use the name again and just continue on huh. and use both and use both names to, and then also cross promote and redirect like links and website. Oh, it was. Yeah, this is a whole story like in it's this is a whole nother it's a whole nother podcast and book and series. It's great. You know, actually someone is writing my story because um, it's it's very, very um, it is not common um, for something like this to happen. You know, copyright infringements happens all the time every day. But trademark infringement, willful trademark infringement is a totally different beast and a lot of people don't really understand it. Um, so th this could be a whole nother thing. But anyway, at the end of the day, that that's where we're at. They ended up dropping her from the label. And then in, in doing that, they were like, well, we dropped her. So now what do you want from me? You know, what do you huh. want from us? You know, we, we did that. You know, it's like when someone comes and like <laughs> robs your house. Right. And then they uh, they rob your house and then they fall down your stairs and then they like sue you. <laughs> You know, it's like, wait, what? You yeah. came and robbed me. Right. So it's like, you shouldn't have even been in my house. Right. Yeah, what were you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah what were you doing? So, so that's the stance. Like, that's their mentality and their approach, like, their reasoning, I guess. Uh, so Yeah, but that makes no sense because there was damage to you oh, that whole time. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it affected my followers. It affected um, me getting verified because they verified her with my name. Oh, and no. they, yeah, and they she's registered stuff with performing rights organizations under me it's affected contracts and when people try to find me and they gave her a website that said briannacashofficial.com <gasps> they did things they, they knew and at first they were like we didn't know we don't know who you are we didn't know you exist it's like actually google is like free anyone can use it you could do a search and see you know it's really really yeah ridiculous. plus if you have trademark then you're in the trademark database like that's anybody could see that you know yeah yeah but also even if say you're not trademarked uh right it's, it's common right. It's common rights it's whoever used it first so it's stronger if you're trademarked but for sure but it's um it's wrong you, they were wrong first, <laughs> yeah if you're using the name first and especially if it's your real name it's like hello no you can't do this it's wrong yeah it's a it's a very similar case to the lady a lady antebellum case yes you remember that yes i do <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a sister case. And she wasn't trademarked, but she superseded. She used the name like before they were born. And so in in changing their name from Lady Antebellum to Lady A, they took her name and, and, and messed up her whole thing where it affected her, you know, and that was damaging in a lot of ways. And yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot here, but that's like the succinct version, basically. Right. Um, what a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First of it, all, I would never think of trademarking my own name. So that's something to think about. 
Yeah. I mean, if you're using it, so I mean, in the entertainment world, I use it because I do so many things. I've just always gone by my name because number one, it is. And two, you know, it is, it's, I've been told like, oh my God, that, that's a great name. You know, it's like you're halfway there or like, you know, you're, that's your, that's a great name for the industry. I've heard all kinds of things. And it's like, why not, you know, do that because I'm operating in so many different realms here. Uh, So, yeah. It's just um, unfortunate, but that's. that's I think they they assume like, oh, they're the big guy, and nobody's going to have enough money to come after them, or absolutely the wherewithal to keep going or whatever, because this stuff does take years and years to make happen. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's it. They expected, you know, well, she's an indie artist, and we're a conglomerate, we're a universal music so you know what is she yeah. gonna do not she's just gonna walk away or let it go but i couldn't i can't after what had happened I how do you walk away what do i do yeah Change it's, my it's like your own name right <laughs> yeah, what do you yeah, do yeah, right so no that's <laughs> crazy that's, yeah so now you i mean you may i think a lot of people knew maybe you know already but maybe well they how could they knew all the little like nooks and crannies of it they they, they don't uh because they're not going through it, but yeah, there'll be a lot more, you know, I'm sure later on, you know, that I'll get into. Yeah, I'm sure. Can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see when there's an update, but that's just, that's just it's nuts. It's a soap opera. And it's, it's, it's like, it, it's like identity theft, really. It is. Right? No, no, it totally is. It totally is. There's a lot there too with that, actually. There's a whole nother, everything is like a chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, when I say this is like a series, this is like a series. Wow. Like no joke. Yeah. Well, and I... people are generally curious because identity theft, I mean, people can relate to this uh, because it's happened to us in one form or another, I'm sure, whether someone takes your credit card or yeah. opens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even in a small way, it's like scary and frustrating, right? For something to be so publicly taken away from you, like that's got to be really very, very stressful and hard to deal with. Oh, extremely. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah, it's been going on for years now. Oh, my gosh. Like years now. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, Well, (laughs) I'm sorry that happened to you because uh, that's just got to be a nightmare. Yep. Yep. Totally is. Okay. Well, let's talk about something more positive now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have, uh, you know, do you have other projects you're working on that you haven't mentioned going forward? I know that you, um, you do some work as a, as a Grammy U mentor and and some other things. Um, Can you share what you have coming up? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Excuse me. I, um, yeah, I was selected again uh, to be a Grammy U mentor this uh, season, this spring. And so that's fun. I love, I love like giving back and, and helping others and, um, share, share what that means. What is it? What do you do? Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a voting member of the recording Academy. So the the Grammys, Uh uh, so, um, you can, um, they have, so if you're, if you're a voting member, you can, um, work with a mentee in a, a specialized area or some, some aspect of the music industry uh like last um time i did it my mentee was in, interested in touring and publishing this one is interested in sync and uh songwriting and um being an artist so i kind of just share my experiences with them if they have any questions they ask me 
And um, I just try to either point them in a direction or share contacts or, you know, help them you know, kind of navigate, you know, as, you know, as best as I can in my, the way I like share my ways yeah. that I've done it with them. And, and then they, you know, I think it's helpful. It's, it's, it's been fun. And, and then a lot of times, like, it's, it's good for me too, because I'm hearing like what they're going through and what they're doing. And um, I think it's a win-win. So I, I do in, enjoy that a lot. Yeah, I think that that's really cool too. Like there's the giving back aspect and then yeah. I also feel like when you're talking to like young people and understanding like where they're coming from, what do they want to do, what what are their challenges, it just keeps you informed of like what's happening now to the next generation of people. And um Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What what else is going on? Um the new project hasn't started yet. I've been brought on another uh tv series though where i would be music supervisor again and i would be singing and doing music for it and they want to use uh one of my original songs for the theme um it's a it's like i can't i can't really talk about it too much because i just can't yet but that's okay it's about it's like yeah uh it's like um about a boy growing up and his story um, uh-huh. and his his upbringing how he goes through all these like trials and tribulations and all these things happen to him and he um, he comes through it and ends up um, becoming a, a singer um, but there's so much there's so much like I can't really yeah. Well, we'll it sounds like, like it. <laughs> it sounds like the kind of uh, story where you could really dig in with some awesome music and help get those feelings across. So. Oh yeah, for fun. sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a period piece again, which is I like those. Ooh, fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's like a lot of Italy themed stuff again too. It's interesting how it's, it's kind of like another. It, totally different but similar in huh. some ways so i i think that's probably all i can say that's right okay. now but I'm <laughs> excited about it yeah yeah i'm ex- super excited about it that's awesome well it's been great to catch up with you and i will make sure that we post links so people can find you and your yeah. music and your story <laughs> But uh, thank you so much, Brianna, for for checking in and chatting. And is there anything else you want to share before we sign off? Um, I think I, I mean that seems seems uh, like we covered like a lot of things. I mean, if you have, if you interested in any of this stuff, you can always just find me at my website, briannacash.com. All right, with women on my socials too. So, yeah, awesome. Like I said, we'll post links. So check out what Brianna's up to. All All right. right. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Great chatting with you. Okay. Take care. You too. Bye.